normally we're here for the jokes. We're here to tell jokes um, just about anything and everything. Um, over the past week, we have seen we have seen um, a lot going on in a, a, a particular facet of entertainment we fuck with the most. And that is um, the wrestling community. So, um, this episode, we're just going to skip uh, all of that good stuff and get straight to it. With what is this? What, is, what are they calling it? Speaking Out? Yeah, it's a Speaking Out movement. And I, uh, I want to let it be known now. I know we talk about wrestling up here, we talk about a lot of things up here. If you're not fucking with the wrestling topic, this one ain't for you. But I believe what's going on in the wrestling world and a lot of entertainment, because I've seen a lot of motherfuckers go air it out in the last week, uh, this is important to say. And usually we come up here with the jokes and having fun and shit, but this ain't funny. So there's not going to be a whole lot of joking today. This is a business. The main reason why we're taking this one serious, even though we, well, I say that this isn't a wrestling podcast. Um, The main reason why we're taking this one very seriously is because this is a business that for the longest, and we'll get to some of the people who's been getting away with this for like decades now, has had a serious problem with sexual harassment. I mean, if we really with the shits, we can go all the way back to like the 80s with the Ring Boy incidents. And I'm surprised out of all the names that we've been seeing thrown out there, we haven't seen Pat Patterson's name out there. But that's another story for another time. We're going to get with what's going on this week, okay? So the stuff... The, the 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 story or um, the situation that really sparked all of this was a wrestler by the name of David Starr, and he was accused of rape and sexual misconduct by a former partner of his. I don't know what exactly. I don't know what the actual story was. I've seen a whole bunch of tweets with people. Um, telling their stories, but this David Starr name kept popping up, and this happened what, um, like four or five days ago? Yeah, it was early in the week. Like, I just kept seeing the name David Starr, and I kept going, well, damn, that's that's horrible, man. Dude, need to get up out of there. And so he was working for a promotion called Over the Top Wrestling. Um, several more alle- allegations came out later on, and they stripped him of his titles, and they fired him. Rightfully so. That literally was the tip of the fucking iceberg. Because a lot of other wrestlers, a lot of which we actually fuck with. Wrestlers, announcers, just talent. uh, Promoters. Promoters. Managers. Were. Everybody. Were just one by one. You know. And certain guys were sitting there going, yeah, we stand with the women and da, 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 da. And it was like, well, what about you? What about the shit you did six months ago? Yeah, there's been a whole lot of uh, this you tweets. But the speaking out movement um, started going. And the list is up to 70 wrestlers as of today. With 100 incidents documented. And let us be the first to say we applaud all of you women. All you ladies that Amen. are standing up for yourselves and speaking out. Amen. Because there's been a few men that came Yeah, out. yeah. Keep doing that shit. I don't give a fuck who's getting aired out. But we're here. We're behind you guys 100%. Yeah, 
And we're ready to fucking air some motherfuckers out today. Whether these be allegations that you've heard or they're new, I don't really care. We're, we're getting this shit out here. Because we would be remiss if we didn't use our platform to talk about something meaningful like this. Yes, it's easy to joke, it's easy to laugh, but this is a little more difficult. And like I said before, we would be, uh, I don't know, we wouldn't be a good steward of anything if we didn't speak out for these things. And we didn't get behind the people that are speaking out because this is this is dangerous for them. And this is scary for them. And we want you to know we support you 100%. I do want to shout out, there's one Twitter account that you that's keeping me up to date with a lot of this shit and airing out a lot. And this girl, she's been airing motherfuckers out for <laughs> a long time. The name is uh, Queen of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been with the shits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Lives Matter, everything. She's out of the Bronx. Uh, if you give her a follow, uh, she's amazing. Uh, she does, she's she's doing this on a daily. And a lot of the shit I saw was, it had her name attached as far as it popping up on my timeline. Uh, so I want to shout her out. I don't know the girl at all. I mean, we've had a conversation here too about wrestling, but I don't know her, but she's definitely been spearheading a lot of, uh, spearheading a lot of the things that I follow. And uh, it's it's very important people are doing this and using their platform to do so, which is what we're trying to do now. And I want to state this by I know some people are going to go, well, these are allegations. And I, and I have to say this because this is very important. There's no way you can make this stuff up. When you read these stories, there's no way you give this much detail about something and you make this up. These aren't allegations. These are things that people held in for however long and the fact that these people are speaking up now i don't care if they're anonymous or not the fact that they're speaking up now that's going to help them in the long run because how many times have you seen somebody go through some bs like this or heard about them going through some bs like this and they try to self-medicate yep or they do harm to somebody else because they couldn't let that out they couldn't let that go because of People coming out like I've seen. We'll go. We're going to talk about him more later on. But Joey Ryan, oh yeah, is a guy. Oh yeah, he's he's that, come, We're going to get to Joey oh, no, Ryan we, tonight. Everybody getting here. Here's the thing: there is no good reason for these women to come out. This is something they're not going to be heralded as heroes by the majority. They're not going to be looked at as great people. They're doing something that could endanger them. This is a very misogynistic business. Yes. Very. These women and men, these people are putting their livelihoods, their careers, their dreams on the line by speaking out. Nothing good will come for the victims. If if, If you understand, I don't want to make it sound like people shouldn't do this. I don't want to make it sound like people shouldn't do this, but this is something that is not easy for victims. This is something that is gut-wrenching for them. This is something that's scary for them. This is something that will literally change their life. So it would be easy for them not to speak out because they're not going to get the shit that they're going to get from speaking out. So when I see this, yes, my first instinct is always going to be to believe them 
Yeah, I, I, there's there's just no way that, like I said before, you can make this stuff up. This stuff, I mean, when you read some of these stories, because they're out there on Twitter, you could just type in one of these guys' names that we're going to bring up later on, and you can literally read. People have wrote damn near essays on the things that certain guys have done. I'm going to start it off with Alex Shane. He is a promoter over across. And, and this is another thing. This is a wrestling culture thing. This is not just an American thing. This is a wrestling culture thing because I, I didn't even know about the term Brit rest until four days ago. And it was because of this Brit rest B R I T W R E S. But I never heard of that term, uh-huh. but over there, that's like, you yeah. know, yeah, it's a fucked up way for me to learn about this. Yeah, absolutely. But this is a cultural thing. This is a this is a wrestling culture it's, it's thing. It's starting to seem like just like how we talk about police, the tree is rotten to the core, to the root. These aren't bad apples because, <laughs> and I, <laughs> this like we t- we I, I was on this platform two weeks ago, three weeks ago, talking about if you're telling me all cops aren't bad, the good ones aren't turning in the bad ones a lot of these a lot of these allegations there's other wrestlers that have been that helped to keep this shit under and keep this shit on her so that's what makes tells me the tree is rotten to the fucking root trust me when i say this there's no way you got away with this this long and nobody knew and nobody said anything oh yeah especially with as tight as locker rooms are all of a sudden, now you're going to tell me that shit's going on and motherfuckers don't, aren't talking about it? People don't know in the locker room? Oh, no, they're talking about it and things. They just, we don't, we don't say that out loud. He's one of the boys. Bret Hart snuffed Vince McMahon and everybody knew about it the next week in the shower. But you're telling me that people don't know about shit? Come on. I done heard way too many stories about fucking Sonny. For y'all to not know that motherfuckers is doing shit dirty. You know what? There. I'm glad that you brought her up. I want to say this now. The, in the past, and I'll admit to to being a part of the problem with perpetuating this stereotype. How many times have we heard about a either a female wrestler or a female manager, just a lady working in the back, a personality in wrestling, and they have been called a ring rat? No, they have been... Oh, she's she's a homie hopper. She fucks with this, that, and the third. How many times have we heard that story and we went, yeah, she a hoe? Yeah, that's that's definitely, and that's something we have to open our eyes to and change the way we do things because we're, we're listening to stories of Sonny. And we're in this era now where we're learning more about just being sexually open. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but... We constantly laugh and berate Sonny for being for just doing what she wanted to do as a woman. Now, I will say this: that doesn't mean that she wasn't in the wrong. She was doing some foul shit too. And I don't but, really want to. I don't really want to <laughs> big up Sonny because Sonny's on yeah. some shit anyway. But I'm just saying when when it came to I'll I'll pick one uh, with JoJo. Yeah, she was the one that you know dating. I can't remember that boy name to Randy Orton, to now. But these were relationships. She wasn't just fucking and moving. 
She was in actual relationships with these men. But we were so set on, oh, she just another rat that got a job. Yeah, we gotta we gotta throw that whole term out. We gotta we gotta work on this. As fans of the culture, we have to work on just how we see women. WWE went from on primetime TV having women wrestling mud, bikini contests. These women were on Playboy, whether they wanted to be on Playboy or not. Uh, rarely got to actually show up their talents as wrestlers. See, and that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't fully... I know the Attitude Era is heralded as the best era of wrestling. I don't see it that way. I don't. The wrestling wasn't that great, to be honest. There's not a whole lot of yeah. They had matches, but if you had, if you, if you're gonna go era era, I would say the era before that, the uh, I don't know, I don't know what the era is called, but right before the Attitude Era, probably had better matches than the Attitude Era. You had grown women. Flashing crowds on national TV with children in audience. Yes. And the children were encouraged to cheer her on. And this is in 1998, 99. WCW wouldn't even start an episode of Nitro without the Nitro Girls. Exactly. They made Randy Macho Man Savage, who is a great in-ring wrestler, God bless the dead, they turned him into a pimp, just cause. Look what they look what they let ha- look what happened to Scott Steiner. Think about Miss Elizabeth. This is another sad story. As soon as she got older, and they deemed her not as be- beautiful as she was in the eighties, they just threw her ass in the background. Yeah, treat her like jack shit. And we wonder why she had a drug addiction. And we always we always joke, where does where does WWE keep finding these very attractive women? To be the the interview ladies or whatever, but I'm scared for them. <laughs> Every one of them, I'm afraid for them, and I fear that they have stories that they might not come out with. And this shit goes back to like the '50s and '60s, yeah, with the Fabulous Moolah. Oh, I hope that bitch is rotten in her goddamn think, grave. Think about this: the one person that you think you could trust as a woman, a female booker, a lady booker is pimping you out to promoters and wrestlers, event owners, or uh, uh, stadium and thing owners, just so you can probably have a five-minute match. Yep. And you weren't going to beat her. You weren't going to beat her. And you'd be damned if you make more money than her in that match. Or look better. There's a lot to uncover, but I I want to finish. I, I want to get to the people who have been accused so far. Okay? So back to Alex Shane. Alex Shane. He was accused of providing alcohol to a minor and engaging in sexual acts with and taking photos with said minor. The victim's sister made these claims and also says there's an entire group of people who are aware of Shane's actions. Once again, that is Alex Shane, UK promoter and WrestleTalk TV founder. That in itself is sad. When you hear people talk about grooming, that's what that is right there. 
literally groom. We we about to get to King Groom in a second. When no, you, we gonna get no, we gonna get to him right now. When you when you hear the term grooming, think of that. Think of matter of fact when you get to the term grooming, because this is how easy it is for motherfuckers to think shit's funny that's not funny. When you get to grooming, think of the movie Van Wilder. When you get to grooming, think of any of these American Pie movies. I want you to, because there was a movie that I saw two days ago. Um, Death at a Funeral? The old version or the new version? The new version. Yeah. And Martin Lawrence's character. Martin Lawrence. With his fucking cousin. Yes. Which at some point we're going to talk about how prevalent uh, sexual assault in the black community in your own families how how prevalent that is that we a long time ago decided to not talk about anymore we're we gonna get on a lot of that we're gonna get on a lot of that but we need to we need to stay on Jim Cornette's oh yeah ass. oh yes we're on his ass right now we we are, we are on his, let's let's go he's I've been, been waiting I've been waiting to fuck with I've been waiting to kill this nigga for a long time He's been accused of forcing OVW trainees back when he was running OVW from 99 to 2005. He's been forcing them to engage in sexual intercourse with his wife while he watched. They were not allowed. If you wanted to push, you had to come see my wife. If you wanted TV time, you had to come see my wife. If you wanted to have the ability to get called up. You had to come see my wife, and I had to watch you do it. This is a man who prides himself on being uh, uh, a bridge from the old school way of of the business to what we have now. This is a man who's also been, not at times, but most of the time, very racist. Clear on where he stands on things. This is a man who... When he got power, forced D'Lo Brown in Lexington or in Kentucky. I'll just say Kentucky. I can't remember which city. When he was running Smoky Mountain, made D'Lo Brown come over to his house to mow his lawn. This is a man who, when you see progressive things being done, like women's wrestling, um, like having Nyla Rose be a champion in AEW, like having Tessa Blanchard be the heavyweight champion in Impact, was quick to talk about how wrestling is ruined now. Because we have a transgendered woman over here winning the championship in the women's division. And you have a woman winning the championship in a division that's supposed to be for men. Now, Tessa Blanchard is on her own fucking... She's got her own shit she's got to deal with right now. Yeah, we'll get to you at some point, Tessa, baby. You you just hold on right there. We'll, we'll get to you one of these days, too. You're not safe. You're not safe in none of the shit that's... We'll get to you. We're we going to talk about you, because... Not about this subject, but we will it's get not to on, you. Yeah, you... But you was on some shit, too. But Jim Cornette, when I heard these stories... I wasn't shocked. I just went, huh. There's a wrestler who stayed anonymous, talked about how he wanted to get 
um, just some more ring time. And he had to perform sexual acts orally to his wife in the back. They're at the venue in the back just so he can get five more minutes of wrestling time that day. And listen, I'm not going to go down the list of notable alumni (laughs) from that time. But just know some of your favorites probably had to do. So just to show you just how how not far off we are from in in time between this him being here and this happening and now. It's right there. It's <laughs> that's a whole that's it's right there. You you still watch wrestlers that may have had to do this. Who will probably never come out and say that this actually happened, but there's there's been a lot. If you want to do that, and we're gonna call that for what it is. That's rape. That's definitely rape. That is definitely. I mean, imagine. See, we a lot of the men aren't probably gonna speak up on this. Because they probably don't want to feel like a victim. There are probably a few big names that we actually like. Um, Some probably are going into the Hall of Fame. Some are still like highly regarded as, you know, locker room leaders who will probably never speak out because they don't want to be deemed a victim. All it takes is really one. I don't know who. I'm not going to sit out here and throw out names because I don't want to do that. It's not what this is about. But all it takes is one. And what happened to the people? What happened to the men? And maybe women. Because I don't know. I don't know if it was women too. But what happened to those who said no? They were buried. Because you have that kind of power. You have that kind of power to make a star and send them up to Vince. You got the power to go, nah, they can't. They can't. And they probably were like one of the best workers you ever saw in the ring. Nah, they can't. Yeah, they were probably buried. Because we really never get reasons why people don't make it. We kind of just figure, oh, they weren't cut out for it. They didn't do whatever. But when we have talents that go, that leave promotions, because they're not given a fair shake. Wasn't Kenny Omega in OVW? I want to say yes, because I know he was a part of the promotion. I know AJ Styles was there. This was well before he went to Impact. Why aren't these people getting their fair shake from there? Um, And I'm not not insinuating that they had this happen. But you see how easy it is to to not know why people are out? (laughs) And how many of the guys that probably did do it and know about it were probably teased and bullied about it. Oh, you had to go talk to Jim Cornette in order to get your little break here, huh? Yeah. Couldn't make it on your own, huh? Had to go see his wife. Because you know that's how they, you know how a locker room could give it up. How many of those guys were bullied out of WWE? Yeah. And left. There's so many questions to this, but I believe it. Because people, they, they've been throwing out clips 
from the past, like from the past 10 years of people sort of hinting at off. Oh, yeah, you, Jim, had to see you do your thing, huh? These are on, like, different wrestlers' podcasts and things. Like, there's no way you can make this up. This isn't, like, some sick rumor. But I'm just waiting for one big name that that came out of OVW. That's that's all it'll take. To really, because all it took was one name to set this off. Or not a name, but, you know. All all the levy needs is a crack in it. Just one crack. And that bitch will open. Uh, NWA... National Wrestling Alliance, which is like a watered-down version of what it used to be. Um, the vice president there, Dave Lagana. I hope I said his name right. That way people can find him and cuss his ass out. Um, was accused of sexual misconduct. Um, it doesn't really go further from that other than that he resigned from his position. The he next got day. that shit and got up out of there. Yeah, so... It, that's not the telltale sign that his ass yeah. was guilty. Um, I, I didn't see much on him, but... <laughs> And we don't talk much about NWA on this show, on this platform. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of it. It was great, but I don't know who this person is. Going to move right on up to Impact. So Dave Chris and Joey Ryan. Who, I want to say this. This is another person that when I when I heard with all this sexual misconduct thing going on, I said, huh. Because in my mind, I'm like, his character's moveset is that you grab him by his dick and he flips you. His character's moveset is that he picks women up by their breasts. Yeah, because he's a huge, he was a huge opponent of intergender wrestling. And by their ass, and he slams them. And he fondles them while he pins you. So I said, huh, maybe... (laughs) Wait a goddamn second. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going, right? Wait a fucking second. So I said, huh? Because I've never watched this dude wrestle. You never seen the videos of him? Like, he'll be over in Japan and, like, one of the little Japanese dudes will, like, grab him by the dick and he'll flip them. I'm not telling you to watch it right now because when I saw it, it was sick. I was like, what kind of shit is this? Wait a fucking second, guys. Come on. And and this is where whom you want to place your faith? That's crazy. Dude is sick. That's and crazy to me. So I want to read this story. And I'm going to try to summarize it as best as I can. Because this was about both of those guys, okay? Well, with David Starr. And this is about a first uh, a, a fan's first time going to see these guys. So imagine you're a fan... You love these guys. You couldn't wait to see them. This is your first show, and this is what happens to you. The first legit independent wrestling show I went to was GCW. I was overwhelmed and didn't know what to expect. I was mainly excited to see Effie, and for that reason, had my pride scarf on. It was already scary. I didn't know how fans would perceive me. The fans were amazing. Two wrestlers weren't. I went to the merch table and David Starr and Joey Ryan were next to each other with merch. I went to them looking at merch, not knowing what to buy. I settled on the independent beanie and asked them for a picture. They came up to me and the first thing the first thing Joey did was look at my pride scarf and say, 
do you want to take a picture of me holding my dick or would that turn you on what i gotta swing on somebody i gotta swing on there's no way you make this up joey then said or do you want to do it to me and tried to grope me with his hand i backed up in hesitation still laughing and bumped into david who was behind me and he said joey maybe he's a bottom and he tried to slap my ass And it goes on for a minute, but this is the paragraph that that is sad. It truly is sad because, like I said, yeah, this, I'm fucking disgusted by this whole thing right now. This <laughs> fucking disgusting. This is the problem. And and you and I both we talked about this last week. How we're with everybody. We fuck with everybody. We have, you know, we're we're not with the homophobic shit. We're not with the transphobic shit. We love everybody we don't give just hate just isn't here for us unless it's some some fuck shit like this oh yeah but this is the this is the paragraph that for me fucked me up it fucked my head up and this is what made me mad i was already questioning my sexuality as is and that just made me feel like being gay pansexual wasn't okay i didn't even think that it was bad until after chris bay put on put an arm out to get my attention and said hey man are you okay? I don't even know if he remembers that happening. But thank you. Thank you, Effie, for also helping me with my with sexuality after that encounter and making me forget the experience for the time being and make me proud to don the rainbow. So a fan. They fuck with you. You're putting out a message. Of, I'm one of you. Comes to you. It's their first time. They love you. They love the fuck out of you. And you're sitting there talking about to a minor. About some sick shit. And I got to wait for these allegations to, to come true. I got to wait. So somebody just used the platform as of Twitter with their name publicly. But I got to wait to make sure that that story is verified. Nah, fuck all that noise. <laughs> fuck all that noise. Get this dude up out of here. Because it currently says that Impact is investigating everything. No, get this dude up out of here. Get both of these dudes up out of here. That is a that is a crazy story. But Joy Ryan definitely needs to go. Dave Chris definitely needs to go. This shit is sick. Oh yeah. And that and that's a story that I wanted to read out loud on here. That's a story I wanted to read out loud on this platform. The other ones I don't want to read on here because I'm gonna get too pissed. And I'm gonna have to stop this. That's that's wild by itself. Right there, that's 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 pretty fucking. That's the yeah, that's out there. Um, I'm just gonna move on from that one because that 
I'm starting to get pissed. All Elite Wrestling. Yes, that's a platform that I advocate for, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know how he gives it up with that one, but I advocate for it. I fuck with the platform. It, it, it's disappointing as of late, but I'm going to ride with it. Jimmy Havoc, who I personally like. I've seen him wrestle from time to time. Yeah, I watched Jimmy Havoc last week. Dude is, like, amazing in the ring. Um, he's accused of physical abuse by a partner. And AEW said he will be attending therapy for a number of issues. And they will come to a decision about his appointment at a later date. An unnamed AEW wrestler was accused of forcing two women into an elevator and his hotel room while still employed with WWE. The accuser stated the individual was married, which led a lot of people to thinking it was Jake Hager. Now, that one is the one I'm going to hold off on because that person didn't specify who it was. Yeah, because it, be, it could be him. There's it, a lot of guys. It, it could be Cody Rhodes. It could, it could be. be Chris Jericho. It definitely could be. It could be John Moxley. It, it could be. So that one I'm going to wait on. I'm, I'm going to wait on that one a, until the name comes out. So I'm not going to. There's ex WWE wrestlers over there that are married. Jake Hager <laughs> for now is safe because that was the one that a lot of people were just speculating on that yeah. it was probably him. So he's safe for now. Okay. But if it comes out that it was him, yeah, we we gonna he gonna get that work. How do you could be I, a lot of them. <laughs> is is B is it B? It's Presley? B Priestley. Okay. She was also accused, along with her partner, Will Osprey, for blackballing a woman from wrestling for an ac- accusation made towards one of their friends. So I don't understand the situation with that one. So well, I don't they know. Accused, I, they accused one of they accused uh, uh, I think Will Osprey's tag team partner, a guy, another tag team partner, I think, or something like that. And they all worked together to keep this person from getting a job ever again. From what I've seen. So is it like a sexual thing or? Uh, I don't, it was I don't... some type of sexual assault allegation. Okay. Uh, I haven't that one. I'm not. I haven't seen everything on, but that's from what I, from what I've seen. That's what it was. Okay. So I don't. I don't know the depth of that one as well. Um, I want to read a statement from Brandy Rhodes. She actually wrote something that I thought. Um. It was interesting. Hold on, let me find it here. I, I don't know if interesting would be the word I use, but well, she she wrote it and she was being honest, so I'll give her that. You know, she she acknowledged that she was uh, part of the problem and she she's willing to fix that. She's willing to change things, especially being one of the leaders of the company. You can't tell me that and Jimmy Havoc has a job. Well, <laughs> you can't. I, I, I know what you're coming from, but you I'm can't. just you know you can't. That don't mix. I'm I don't sorry. know what they're I don't know what they're planning on doing with Jimmy. They might change something tomorrow where he's done with the company. Because what it sounds like to me, he's gonna go to his little program. He's gonna get out. He's gonna be better. He's good. 
Because this is what I've seen about get, Jimmy Havoc. another chance. This is what I've seen about Jimmy Havoc on Twitter. A lot of people are going, well, you accused this man of doing these horrible things, and so he had to go to therapy because he might have killed himself. I'm like, no, he did these horrible things, and he's using therapy as a cop-out so he doesn't have to see y'all for a while. Exactly. That's what this is. Exactly. Great wrestler, horrible human being. Okay? But she says, I'm seeing so many broken hearts across this platform. Talking about Twitter. Sometimes we get lost in hashtags and mentions on this app, but the reality is we have no idea what happens outside of this app. We can't see the work that goes on beyond the screen and the emotion behind it all. This may be a surprise to some, but I have had to speak out twice. At the end of my skating career and at the beginning of my wrestling career, it is not easy. And it is not, it is not something I'm going to relive for anyone else's gain right now. I spoke out behind closed doors in two extremely intimidating settings. Both times, I was surprised at the, at the results. Neither was what I expected, as in both accounts, I was not in a position of power. But they were handled appropriately. My heart goes out to anyone that found their courage to stand this weekend. I have had a front row seat to some ugly things in my lifetime. I am committed to doing everything that I personally can to protect others. That's why I spoke out. I couldn't imagine what happened to me happened to someone else. And I didn't speak up when I should have. I'm so glad that I did and turned it over to capable hands. I'm a survivor. You are survivors and you've helped others survive. Allies are not enemies. These are my personal views and feelings and should be regarded as such. I understand what she's saying in that statement, though. How many times have women and men come to whoever it is, whoever it is they're supposed to come to and say, yo, um, dude over here is on some nut shit. Dude over here is, you know, he's got kids in the locker room with him while he's naked. How many of those guys got released? How many of those? And by guys, I do mean guys and girls. Okay. But how many of those? Individuals who spoke out or probably were assaulted or harassed will let go. Here's my thing. Since Brandy's speaking up, you're part of the owner. You're part of management in AEW. Well, now, correct. This this probably happened when she was at WWE. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about now. You're part of the group that are signing wrestlers, correct? I don't know exactly what her power structure is. I still haven't found that out for a few weeks. As far as I'm concerned. But you're definitely married to the person who can easily handle this. Okay. So, because I've heard stories about Jimmy Havoc from before the last year. So, my question to you Brandy Rose, Rhodes, excuse me. What type of fucking due diligence were y'all doing when y'all were handing out contracts? Huh? Or were you ignoring obvious personality flaws in these people? And that's to put it lightly. And hiring them because you wanted to make a statement and get the best people you could. At what point did you guys 
stumble upon these things. Because I'm sure, because anytime something like this happens, tweets are brought up. People have, will say, hey, we reached out when we found out you hired Jimmy Havoc. Because I'm seeing reports of him smacking people at bars. This is with other promotions doing wild stuff. I, I don't. So you I, can't tell me that all of a sudden he got the AEW decided he was going to fuck with people. I, I want to <laughs> say this before I, I make my statement, okay? I don't work for AEW. I've never been in the AEW office. The last time I went to Jacksonville was to visit family. They were in Orange Park, Florida, okay? I imagine they probably sat him down and they probably talked to him and said, hey, man, what's going on? Is this you? Is this still you? Is this how you're moving? And he probably went, no, nah, man, I, I changed my ways. You know, I want to be better as a human being and da 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 And they went, okay, because it's like you just said earlier. They're trying to get the best names that haven't been signed by the big dog, by WWE. So they're going to say, okay, man, but you got to stay, you got to stay clean, man, because we need you. We need you to wrestle. We, we, you one of those guys when we, when we put you up on that roster list that people are going to look and it's going to be legitimized. And so instead of them going, nah, man, as much as you are great talent for this company, as much as you will bring a lot of eyeballs and a lot of credibility, we can't sign you because you on some other, uh, on some other stuff. They went, okay. We believe that you've changed now. We got you. Come on over. And he ended up doing the same shit. Okay. That's how that that's what I believe. Then this this statement that was made after he went to should have been we've severed ties with him. Well, once again, like I said, I don't know what Brandy's But that's what I'm saying. If that if that was the conversation that was had, if that's the kind of situation it was, that should have been a termination announcement. No, I agree that with you. That shouldn't have been. We're going to wait to see how he gets when he gets I, out of the I agree center. with you 100%, but like I said, I don't know if Brandy was in the room when they hired him. Because I've seen videos of her being in the room and certain guys were hired. Then she shouldn't I've seen be the her. one making a statement. Well, I'm still waiting to see what Cody's going to say. Let me talk to somebody who's making decisions then. I'm since still waiting to see. Since now, now, now I'm looking at you as a fake boss. Now, 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 who I really was waiting to hear see, to say something about this was Tony. Tony Khan. He was quick to say something to uh, Linda Hogan. I, I honestly just he was he, like that. Here's my thing. I I don't know if we're going to hear anything from Tony Khan because Tony Khan's still associated with football too. No 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 no. That's sad. But that's his dad. That's his dad. No same Tony. Name, same family. Tony, no no no. Tony is the guy who runs this. Same same name. Same family. No, don't matter. No no no. See Dean, you, you know, I, dude was quick to speak up on everything else. Black Lives Matter. Me too. All of these things. He was on the front lines. AEW is not going to be that type of company. Now somebody that you hired who actually has been doing the opposite of what you've been advocating for, you're the guy that's supposed to come out and say, hey, we don't we don't tolerate that here at AEW. You're gone. See, but this is what I'm saying. Has had Tony Khan had any anything to do with the Jaguars since his dad has been there? I don't know what his role is with the Jaguars at all. I know his dad is the owner. But be, I don't know what his role is you, with Jaguars. You know how quick these NFL players get fucked up with this. Yes, but that's what, why I'm saying Tony Khan ain't gonna say nothing. What I'm saying with this is, if Tony, it, it, even if he just came out and said, 
because he hasn't said anything. If he just comes out and says, we don't condone this. We're going to make sure we're going to look into several things. We're going to make sure that those who are engaged in these type of activities are gone. He hasn't said anything. And I, I honestly don't, I don't think he is because that was something he should have said sometime this week. <laughs> last week I mean like he should have said this when this shit like usually every time something when George Floyd died and that video dropped he was the first person to say something for the company mm-hmm. okay he's the main one that was talking about Breonna Taylor he mm-hmm. was the main one that when me too because that's when I learned about him in AEW and everything they were like no nah, the women over here are going to be uh, wrestlers and we're going to try to be progressive and things of that nature every time something has happened Tony Khan has been on usually on the right side of history with talking and being about that action. This is not something that he can just sit back as a wrestling promoter, as the owner of the company, as the main guy. He wants to be seen holding the championship. He wants to be seen next to Mike Tyson holding the championship belt. Who got love for Mike Tyson now, but that was a horrible human being back in the 80s and the 90s. Lord Jesus. You want to talk about cancel culture? That's a man who's actually survived this shit. I, I can't wait for the movie to come out and people be like, oh, we got to get Mike Tyson out of it. No, 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 no. You, you had your chance for that already. You had plenty of chances. But you want to be seen holding championship belts. You want to be seen signing big name legends. You want to be seen in all these different cities. Chris Jericho put a boat out on the goddamn water and you wanted to be the guy stirring the goddamn ship. Don't hide now. Say something. Vince McMahon has not said anything yet. Triple H has. Triple H has said something. Stephanie McMahon has said something. Vince McMahon hasn't. You want to know why? Because if he says something, we're going to start digging. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think Vince McMahon knows his on-screen persona is enough for him to sit this one out. I think his on-screen persona was damn near his real-life persona. Yes, but the on-screen is what we can only really point to. He's done a very good job of hiding shit in his life. He's done a very good job of hiding shit in his life and getting other people to say what he wants to say. Yes. Now, what we've seen and what we've said things about is the stuff that happened on-screen, which he can always just say, hey, that's a character. I'm gonna be. I feel like this is just with all of this. We haven't even got the WWE yet. But oh yeah, that's next. And they got a whole squad. <laughs> a whole list. Um, but I really feel like this is something where if you just get the wrestlers out the way. It's fine, but then stop digging because if you keep digging and you get into these managers and these producers and these owners and these promoters and things, a lot of your favorite promotions, no matter who it is, could get toppled. So my theory with this is, and and coming back to Tony Khan, I feel like there's some more shit on him that is hidden so far. Could be. And that's why he's quiet right now. Because like I said, this man was talking about everybody, everything at the right time. Had quick little quirky remarks 
and now he has nothing to say? Cody, I haven't. I don't know if Cody hasn't said anything. I've seen one thing, and that was Cody defending his wife. So okay, I don't know how Cody is giving it up at this time. Then again, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for now because we're doing this. We're recording this on Father's Day. Knowing how close he was to Dusty, knowing how I, 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 he might wait. They had all week. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm they just had saying. All week. I'm not, no, nah, I'm not. Nigga, don't wait till Father's Day. And be like, oh, I'm not gonna talk on this now today because it's fine. No, nigga, y'all had all week. And I, I don't. I've seen, I've seen Big E say something. He said, no, nah, keep, keep getting asses up out of here. Whoever no, it is, exactly. And you do that any day. Pick a pick a day when they drop a name and say that. So I, so then I'll <laughs> take that hard. statement back because you're, you're correct on that. This started back on what Tuesday. See when you when you try to put strategy in the shit, that makes me know that you're not doing it f- with your heart. You're not doing this shit for the best interest. Well, of I understand this. being careful in 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 what you want to say, but but if you ain't never at least nothing, drop something now, like if, yo, we don't no, stand with this for now. You if you've never done anything. And you have nothing to be careful about. There's no reason to be careful. Fuck them. Get them out of here. You trying to be safe so you can sign them later. That's trash. Um, also, uh, on AEW, uh, what's the name of the announcer? Uh, the dude who used to be at WWE. Justin Roberts. He got accused of some shit as well. Uh, I didn't want to forget about him. He wasn't on his lip, but he was accused just like two days ago yeah, yeah. of of doing some fuck shit as well. Nasty shit. He was yeah. Um so Mr. I was I was bullied in WWE too much. Justin Roberts. Yeah. So um That's all I got for AEW's portion of this yeah, is which wait. makes me think, hey, hey, wait a second. Were you getting bullied out of nowhere? Or did they know stuff? Here's the problem with that statement, right? Because if you bullied him because you knew he was doing some fuck shit, that means you were just making fun of it and you weren't, like, stomping his ass out. Well, obviously, I think that's happening anyway. Because <laughs> these people aren't getting their ass beat. And they're in locker rooms full of people that should beat their ass. Like, I... I, uh, so if you were just bullied and they just were like, yeah, you, you can leave if you want. Okay, I'll go write a book and then I'll go to another company. And I haven't read that book, but I'm pretty sure in that book he's not saying any of these things. But, yeah. There, there's no way that you talk crazy or you get bullied or whatever. And that's the end of it. That's part of the locker room. Locker room got to handle that. So that that's what makes me think maybe that was their way. Without putting hands on the dude, because he he's not a wrestler. <laughs> nah, man. So for, for Bradshaw to put his hands on him, that would be... Let me tell you something. <laughs> if I hear some fuck shit and I got the ability to fuck you up, I'm going to fuck you up. Yes, absolutely. But, but I, we don't have contracts. Well, here's here's... <laughs> And just thinking about this, here's the the problem in that. Because even though Alberto Del Rio is added to the list of these guys who did some fuck shit, when him and one of the guys who played, was it Sin Cara? Mm-hmm. 
beat so. the shit out of one dude for being racist. Alberto Del Rio got released. Yeah, yeah. The dude that was playing Nancy Carr character got released and they replaced him with somebody else to put in that mask. So it was like, damn. It's like these dudes are handling business the best but way that, they can. That's what that's what shows you how how bad how how bad the tree is rotten. Or how rotten the tree is. They'll fire you for that, but I, there's not a whole lot of names on the list that have been fired. We better get the WWE. They got a long list, and most of that list still have jobs. Velveteen Dream's name has been popping up almost every other damn week. He's got two more accusations against him. He's got a total of 10 so far where he was accused of grooming minors. Um, and those were the ones that were coming out in the past, and now yeah. some more accusations are coming out. I fuck with Velveteen Dream as a wrestler. Get him he out need of to here. get the hell up out of here. He need to get the hell up out of here. Bye. Great wrestler. Horrible human being. Get him out of here. And a majority of the people on this list, wrestling-wise, great wrestlers, horrible human beings. They got to go. And, yo, can I? NXT UK is rotten, boy. That's where I learned about that Brit rest. They have to, at this point, they might have to scrap that whole shit. And old boy that you was talking about last week with the jersey or whatever that you said you fuck with, he was the main one calling all these people out. That's his name, Cassius Ono. That's yeah. his name. He was the dude that was calling everybody. He was like, yo, y'all make yes. me feel bad because I'm out here thinking that we're supposed to be putting on for a whole entire country and y'all out here doing some fuck shit. Yes. Dog. Like, I saw his turn of rant. He was, Who, he was. Whoever's not dirty over there, bring him to NXT. Get rid of the NXT UK brand. Have yeah. a, you can have an NXT UK champion in NXT. Get rid of the brand. It's, yeah, he it's, has a dirty, stinking name now. He said. Uh, Go ahead and throw 205 Live in there with it. Hold on. I'm going to pull up what he said because what he said was actually, I thought it was the correct thing to say. He said a lot of these people who I consider my brothers no longer a family to me. There's no way I can stand beside you and call you family when you are doing these things to people who we consider our fans, people who put food on our tables, help, help put clothes on our backs, help put roofs over our heads. You are out here. You are disgusting as he censored himself, but he wanted to say fuck. Um, you're disgusting as fuck, and I no longer want to share a locker room with any one of you. All of you must go. This is how bad it is. Sid Scala, which he's like, what isn't he like the GM or one of the announcers? He's in this too. Dog. Yeah, I think he works. Is it two? Is it NXT? You okay? Yeah, he does both. I believe. Get him out of here too. Get. Out. But the list, the list that we have is Matt Rydell, who we don't get to him in a second. Matt because, Riddle. Oh, I, I never really said his name out loud. Matt Riddle. His ass got to go. Jordan Devlin. Joe Coffey. Wolfgang. Travis Banks. Liguero. Jack Gallagher just got released. But, I mean. And Velveteen. Well, Velveteen, we just, we just hit on Velveteen. Yeah. But. Jack Gallagher just got released, so that lets me know that they they didn't have to take a long on that. That 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 lets um, me know he was the most expendable out of them. And that too. <laughs> um, 
but they erased all of his shit off the website. Like he's not even under the alumni page. Yeah, he's, he's they, gone. They're done. He's done. Matt Riddle. He had his attorney deny these allegations, but there's a story of one young lady. They were on the road. They were traveling in a van, and the other people, there was three other people in the car with them, and they were asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, and he goes, uh, why don't you just hop on my dick? And hearing, she goes, hearing no. his voice in my head say it. Now this is even more disgusting. This is another thing. I know we keep stopping and, and and going, but there's so much that you really have to touch on with this. This is a female wrestler in a business where just women's wrestling is just underappreciated in a company that is still trying to find a way to really get women's wrestling over. This is a company that can make you from like The Rock said, he only had seven bucks in his pocket and now he's a multimillionaire. This is a company that can take people from off the streets and literally make them household names. They still don't know how to work women's wrestling to the point to where this I, this woman felt like she needed to do this in order to just stay in the game because she said he kept pressuring her into doing this to the point to where she just gave him a blowjob trying her best not to wake up the other people in the car so that he can leave her alone and so she can continue to have a career. And she was afraid to tell anybody about it. This is some scary, sad shit. Yeah. Like, this is a company that keeps talking about the women's revolution and we're going to do better by them and all of these things, and they still don't feel safe. This a few months ago the situation happened. So that that tells me where it happened too. That's that's NXT all day. What do you blame with all of these? Well, I don't know who actually runs NXT UK. I know it's not Triple H. There's no way he runs NXT UK as well. I know, I know he's the top. Like he runs it, but he's not there running it. Mm-hmm. So who gets the blame for the UK shit? I don't know. But why? I highly doubt it was from what I, from what I've heard now. It's definitely not just the NXT UK thing. Evidently, Brit wrestling is nasty over there. Period. So you can't even put blame on one specific person. But I'm just saying, like, it, it, we're gonna because we're people are gonna look to see well who's in charge while all this is going on. Who do we need to get rid of in order to clean this shit up? Because if you know, if you if you ever watch sports, if a team is performing badly, who, who's the first person they fire? The coach. So who's running shit? Well, when Alicia Fox was out here being drunk as a skunk, showing up late to shit. Who did they fire? They didn't fire Alicia. They fired Arn Anderson. They let him go, and he was working for the company since WCW closed up. So who do you get rid of in order to clean up these locker rooms? Who do you bring in? Uh, nobody in the world of wrestling. I know that for sure. And we haven't even scratched the surface on this. There, there has to be more. There are so many of the elder statesmen that are men that are around. Why aren't there more women? 
it's incredible that I'm, so many of these women who are in WWE's Hall of Fame, they stay away. Not only do they stay away, but they they go ahead, they do the ceremony, they don't come back. Yeah. How come you're, we need if the they, stronger ones like Jazz? It, it, we need all those the strong ones. If to you be notice, around. Michelle McCool, who was all right, she was all right as a wrestler. You knew why Vince put her on. You saw it. We see it. She's safe because she's the Undertaker's wife. Yeah. She can go, but if you notice, she's right next to him, and when she's not right next to him, she's out in the audience. Yep. She doesn't spend a whole lot of time by herself. She ain't in the back. Her and the daughter. They out sitting in the shit. They're nowhere backstage where people could fuck with them. A lot of wrestlers don't bring their wives backstage. It's not because they might be out here fucking around. They know what the coach is like. Think about Kurt Angle's wife, ex-wife. Now Jeff Jarrett's wife. That whole fucked up situation. There's a reason why a lot of these women get the fuck up out. They gotta, we gotta, they gotta have more. And I don't want to put it on them, the women, the, the wrestlers that we're talking about. No, 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 no. This is not their fault at all. Not their responsibility. Yeah. But I feel like that's what's needed. I wish China wouldn't have fell out with them, because maybe she could have been around. I. Well, we already know why China had the falling out that she did. Yes. And I truly believe that if that whole situation never went down that way, she'd still be here with us right now. Yes. But that's another story for another time. That's I I wish it was different. There's there's a lot of things wrong with Or on the flip side, because we have seen this with Moolah, would nothing change? I mean We like to think that these women would help push the culture of the push the culture back to where it needs to be. But would some of them just let it be a status quo for their namesake? It depends on what the people up top want to do. Because it's easy to put out a statement and say, oh, we're not with this. But if the people up top ain't really changing, you can go right back to what it used to be like in, in two weeks. I look at I look at Stephanie McMahon's statement just like I look at Brady Rhodes. If Steph, you've been there for too, too long to now fake like you care. You don't. First of all, anything a McMahon says, yeah, I, it it so, is what it sorry, is. Sorry, Triple H, you were in that locker room. You were part of the reason why China got fucked up mentally you, in the first place. You you were you had a first a first. <laughs> First row seat to the Sunny Show. Front row, excuse me. Front row seat. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels better not say shit. You you he better not say a damn word. You had a whole lot of nights when you were in the ring with DS and you were telling chicks to pull their tops off. I saw it. Paul. Come on. And I'm gonna say Paul because it's not true. Paul, come on. This you guys are two people that have the power to eradicate this type of to get rid of this kind of thing. If this happens and we find out, you're fired. 
There's a reason why Brock Lesnar doesn't let Sable come back. There's a reason. He knows. Sable should be in the Hall of Fame right now. Not for all the fuck shit she had to do during Attitude Era, but for all the wrestling credibility she had before. She should be in the Hall of Fame. He won't let her go back. Stay your ass in Minnesota. Because if something happened to you here, everybody dies. And there hasn't been a whole lot of time where I've been a big proponent of Brock Lesnar. But I like to believe that if he's seen it, I, I'm somebody might be hurt. <laughs> he's He just seems like he's one of those straight shooters. But you never know. You, We talking about Brock. We got to talk about Paul. Paul is a part of the problem. Yes. He's a part of the problem. All your favorites that's not wrestlers, that are backstage guys who you guys swear by because they're so good on the mic. I love they're Paul in Heyman. the same locker room. Listen, I love the fuck out of Paul Heyman. But when you look back on ECW and the way they were giving it up with the women over there, when you look at his Twitter where he's got uh not to use this because of wrestling terms, but He's got a stable of women. He tells them, yo, go out there and make OnlyFans. You got to make some money. You too cute to be out here just being a regular Instagram model. He's grooming them to go into a career they probably didn't even want to go to. Pimping them out. Jim Ross is another one. Got love for JR. JR, listen. Jim Ross is out here Disgusting uh, level. Just Sonny was out here talking crazy comments. about. <laughs> Sonny was out here talking about Black Lives Matter, and he said, "Oh man, I mean, you know, that's her opinion." By the way, go subscribe to her OnlyFans. She's got a lot of great Triple X entertainment going on over there. That's good old Jr. Shit, Jerry the King Lawler. Oh my God. There's so many different angles you can get at calling him a fuck boy. There's he a wasn't. Reason, there's he a reason why the term puppies weren't wasn't used for dogs. no damn dogs out there. Era. Won't no damn dogs out there. Several road dog. This man was the voice of damn the mud every, wrestling matches. He was the voice of damn near every inappropriate. Segment was the that first the person in, had. Was the first person in the ring before they had the bikini contest, and he was letting it off. And this is a man who saw the culture, used to run Memphis, the king of Memphis. And have and all these people have kept it status quo. Wouldn't let his two wives go back. No, so he ain't going back in there. Here's the thing. They'll protect the ones they love, but won't protect anybody else. I I, I mean, I could I could pull legends out of the air and be correct. Dusty Rose and Gold Dust. Back in the nineties, Terry Runnels. Oh, forgot forgot to say Dustin Rhodes when we were talking about AEW. He got he got a list too. The whole situation there. Gold does finding out that Terry was over there with his with pops. Giving it up. Y'all not gonna listen. A lot of your favorites keeps their significant others away from the locker room. That's here. Here's a little secret too. 
that's why so many of the marriages go to shit. The Rock's daddy used to have Tony Atlas babysit The Rock while he snuck in other women while his wife was downstairs in the lobby of the hotel room. These are legends. Dog. These are people that you fucked with watching growing up. Dog, there's so, so many. Seen his marriage. There was a reason why that didn't go well. That's why so many of these people are in relationships with people in the business that are with them. This is such a misogynistic business. This is such a boys club. And, and it's always going to be that way. A straight man's club. A straight white man's club. That the moment you try to change it, the moment you try to call it out, the moment you try to say, um, hey man, society didn't move past all of this. Like you got JBL who is considered a bully by most. Now, with all the people he was considered bullying, looking like a goddamn hero because the people he was picking on were people that were out here doing the fuck shit. Which I need to see what's good with Mauro Ranella. I need to see what's good with him because he's on that list of people that JBL fucked with, like bullied, that ended up leaving the company for a minute and came back and yeah. got a job back at NXT and JBL ended up having to go away. Yeah. So I but need that to know. also furthers my thought because they they sent JBL somewhere else. They sent him away. And put Mor Moro back. All we knew is that he was bullying him. Yeah. We don't know why. That's what I'm saying. But when you look at the list of people that now JBL we look at has Justin bullied. Roberts. Now, here we go. It doesn't seem like JBL. And the timing of all of this, with all the accusations where the people are, you know, and then you see when JBL was doing all these things. This lets me know he knew what the fuck you were up to, and he was calling you out on it, and you considered it bullying. Yeah. It flips everything for you. Here's another wrestler that won't bring his wife back to the locker room. Booker T. You think he letting Charmel come back? And I, I guarantee you, if you interview one of these women about this particular subject, they have experiences. There's a reason why Awesome Kong was only in WWE for a short amount of time. She could have been a huge star. She could have been what they want Nia Jax to be right now. Then, this is like 10, yeah. 15 years ago. She gets pregnant and all of a sudden she gets released. Nah. She knew something was up. Because when she was wrestling over at Impact, she had to knock out one of the nasty boys for talking crazy. Which I thought that just goes to show. All of this is showing us that this is not a certain promotional problem. This is a wrestling problem. All these stories. Are, and... And you know what? I, I, there's an alarming amount of stories that have to do with people that run wrestling schools, one of which is in Hampton Roads. Who who has one in Hampton Roads? I forgot who it was. 
but there's one in Hampton Roads that I saw one about. I know that Luthez had a wrestling school here because he used to live in Norfolk for like a minute. He lived here too. He he actually I think he died here. Um, but I don't think it's his. I'm mad now. I'm just gonna go down and just list the names here. Joe Coffey was accused of harassing a woman and sending her photos of his genitalia as well as sending voice messages. Gotta go. Quick question. I because I, I read this and I can you give me a breakdown of gaslighting? Because I've been seeing this word a lot, but I don't know exactly what it means. I'm going to try because I don't I can't give a very good description of it right now. Let me all right, so gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment, often evoking in them cognitive dissonance. And other changes include low self-esteem. Using denial, misdirection, contradiction, and misinformation, gaslighting involves attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's beliefs. Instances can range from the denial by an abuser that previous abusive incidents occurred to the staging of bizarre events by the abuser with the intention of disorienting the victim. Okay, because this says here, Sid Scala was accused of gaslighting and verbal abuse by a trainer at his residence school, but I didn't really understand the definition of that, yeah. so... Because I've seen it used like three it's different ways. A, it's a form of emotional abuse. Okay. Wolfgang was accused of being an abusive partner as well as watching children leave school grounds. He needs to go to prison. Travis Banks has been accused of emotional abuse by former student Millie McKenzie, who also had a relationship with Banks while aged 17. McKenzie has also stated that Banks has had similar relationship with other trainees. Banks responded to the allegations via statement. McKenzie pro proceeded to tweet screenshots of a text conversation between the two where Banks, who seemed to be intoxicated by the nature of his messages, had stalked McKenzie and harassed her in a hotel room. Why is he not really? I'm that, just, I'm that's just, what I'm saying. That, I'm just, the girl was accused of sexual misconduct and denied similar allegations or some allegations while also admitting to others. However, the nature of the allegations he has denied and admitted are two are not yet known. What does that mean? The list I've read so far are a list of people who should have been out of the out of business by now. Oh, real quick, while we're talking about this subject, because um, I also saw tweets earlier this year about fans talking about their experiences. Leave these people the fuck alone. Why can't people go to wrestling shows without the fear of being sexually assaulted in some way? No, I want to say this. I want to say this. There are fans. There are fanatics. And then there are people who just do stupid shit because they want to get put on. Okay. So much so that they actually created the character Mickey James because of that. Remember when she first came into the business, yeah. she was a um, what'd you call it? She was like a super fan of um, Trish Stratus, and she was like a crazy stalker chick that ended up being a great wrestler. Okay, when I watched the wrestling shoot videos of the legends of the past, and they would talk about ring rats, 
New Jack is the main guy that talks about ring rats, okay? You can tell. And this who, will be the last time you hear us say the words ring rats. Well, that's I'm, all, that's I'm, all I'm, that's, I'm, this is the last. I'm using the yeah. term that they use when describing these women. Yeah, 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 I get it. You can tell who is being actually abusive to these women in these interviews and who is just like, hey, that's a beautiful woman. She loves me because there are women who get attracted to wrestlers. That, that's just a the thing. These are attractive people going in the ring and fighting. That that could be your thing. But when I hear New Jack talk about these women, not once do I think, oh, he was out here. He was being wild. He was doing some, some wild shit. When I hear Tony Atlas talk about women, because his big thing is getting walked on. That's you, that's you. He said, um, some women will know what hotel we're at, and there'll be a group of them. And one of them go room to room and do whatever. Once again, I don't see, or well, on the surface, I don't really see any misconduct there. There's a willing consenting woman, a grown woman doing what she feels like is a good time with a group of consenting grown men. When I hear about Jimmy Superfly Snooker, Jesus. That's when I hear about the abuse. You see, you see how I can 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 understand the difference in all of this? Yeah. So are the fans innocent? Yes. We we have to work on the consent thing a bit. Here, here's the problem with, with that. So you're sitting here going, no. Well, not you, D. I, I already know yeah, it. Yeah. But you're sitting here going, no, I don't want to do this. And dude is like, what do you mean, no? Do you know who I am? No, we're doing this. You're in my hotel room. All them drinks I bought you? You know how many girls? I've heard this one before. You know how many girls would die to be in a room with me right now? Uh, if, if you if you if you heard any of those and you were like, oh, I've said that, go to hell. Can't nobody turn me down. Some of these guys get the strap and start. Hey, girl, you see this? Oh, and I found the name of the wrestling school here, by the way. What was the name of it? Hampton Roads Championship Wrestling in Norfolk, Virginia. It's 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 a big problem. It's a very big problem. It's a very big problem that I'm glad it's being exposed now. I'm pissed off by the speed in which AEW and WWE, which are the big names in this business today, have not, I think, out of both promotions. How many names did I just read off? Like 10? Only one person has been released so far. That's what, uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't need... I don't need Jimmy Havoc to go to a clinic for a little while to, for me to find out if I want to fire him If he not. needs to go to get therapy, if he needs to go to therapy, cool. He could do that, but he don't have to be on your roster while he does it. Here, give him the free time to get out of therapy. And he don't need to worry he, about he no needs. wrestling matches right now. He needs to worry about Fighter Fest. What do you need to worry about that get, for? No. Get all these motherfuckers from UK, all NXT UK, get them out of here. Riddle just, Riddle just popped up on the main roster. Sorry, bro. You're out of here. Sid Scala, get your old ass out of here. I don't know if you're old, but get your old ass out of here. Like did Justin Roberts, get your ass out of here. Jim Cornette, <laughs> bye nigga. 
I don't know. He, he, he doesn't work for any. He used to work for uh, NWA, and then he got he said some wild shit on the air, oh. and they let hey, him go. Hey, dark side of the ring. I don't want to hear Jim Cornette's opinion about wrestling. Yeah, but no, nah, that yeah, but no, nah, that's anymore. Yeah, he he good. He can stay right where he is. Th- there you go. I don't want to hear Jim Cornette's podcast. I don't want to hear Jim Cornette's voice. Him and his nasty wife can stay where the fuck they are. Because, yes, maybe his wife didn't say, hey, you're going to do this, so you're not getting put. But she knew what her husband was doing and was very cool with opening her legs and letting it be done. So guess what? You're disgusting, too. And let me, let me, what they were doing was wrong. There are certain people sexually that are open about certain shit, okay? But when you use a position of power but Yeah, when you're using a position of power that's, to, that's right. Some of these guys are probably like 18 to 21 years old. That's sexual assault. They don't know nothing about the business. They grew up watching certain guys and going, damn. For the same reason why prison COs can't have sex with inmates is the same reason why that's sexual assault. You cannot hold your position of power over somebody's head to make them do something sexually. I'm telling you, man, this this is this is something that if we keep digging, a lot of our favorites. I want to see what happens. I, I'm I, I'm gonna be real with you. When all this is going down, I'm like, oh, they're getting some lens about it here too. There, there's some there's some reasons. Where I can some instances where I can separate the wrestler from the person behind the the character because Undertaker is the biggest example for me. Everybody knows I've loved Undertaker since I watched wrestling. Undertaker's maggot to the core, I know, but you're not gonna tell me I don't fuck with Undertaker. I don't fuck with Mark Calloway. <laughs> but if we're being honest, a lot of your favorites, you're under the same conundrum I was. But sexual assault. That's never going to be a separation thing for me. Like I said earlier, I, I don't see a whole I don't see a whole lot of wrestling characters sexually assaulting people. That's sad. I see a lot of wrestlers sexually assaulting people. That's that's sad because I just named Pat Patterson. Yeah. <coughs> Which, that, like I said, there's no way we're going into. It'll be July next week. There's no way we're going into July and this is dying down. Oh no. They're gonna get some they're gonna get a majority of you these got, legends up out of here. You gotta remember all these stories that have been told, all these I'm I'm just gonna call them allegations because there's no name attached attached to them. They don't have a name ta- attached to them. I'm gonna call them truths. Because like I Beautiful. said before. Thank you. That's great. That's better. Yes. Yeah. That there's a whole lot that we don't know who it's about. That unnamed AEW wrestler. I rattled off about eight names they could be just based on the description that they were an AEW superstar, they have a wife, and they used to work in WWE. And it might not be cool who I named off because you really like them. You've liked them since whenever. But that doesn't mean we love Velveteen. We love Velveteen Dream. Fuck with Velveteen since he came, like when get he him turned into Velveteen, he gotta go. He gotta go. He's gone. He needs to get the fuck out of here. Matt Riddle gotta go. Like the bro, like like him. 
get them out of here. Cool gimmick. I'm almost, person, afraid, I'm almost afraid to say of these wrestlers that haven't said, haven't had anything said. Shout out to the bruiser weight. He's been very vocal about saying, get these motherfuckers out of here. Like I said earlier, Big E and um, actually the rest of the New Day actually were like, yo, get them the hell up out of here. Pete Dune has been very vocal about saying British wrestling is nasty right now. We got to get it out of here. You can tell who, I mean, shout out to the bruiser. Oh, they're getting Tyler Bates out of here, too. He's nasty, too. Wait, what did Tyler Bates do? Oh, hold on. We I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. You know, no, we forgot. Like, it's not Tyler shocking Bates. now when new names come up. Like I'm ready for Ric Flair's name to come up, and that was my boy. He been silent on this. Wait, what's the NXT UK star? Tyler something. It's not Tyler Bates. I keep coming up with music. <clears throat> Tyler Bate. That's his name. Tyler Bate. Huh. Here you go, Forbes magazine. Um, it's not showing what Tyler Bate did, but he is included with all the people who are being outed as creeps. And uh, I'm trying to find an actual story to go with it. But that, that well, he's in this Forbes article with the rest of these fuckers. But the, the Jory Ryan story just that one broke my heart because that's one of those where they say never meet your heroes, and Jory Ryan to a, a good segment of the wrestling fandom is a hero. On how he gives it up about sexuality, how he's all about inclusiveness of, you know, people of that community. Damn, Trent Seven, too. You know, he was the main guy that was, you know, fighting for Sonny Kiss to be put on a major promotion. Um, all the things that he did as an advocate now are thrown out the window because he doesn't know how to act when a young fan comes his way. Oh, yeah, they got, they're got getting Trent Seven out of here, too. Do you have anything on, on what he did? Oh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate were in a tag team. Oh, they just nasty together. Jesus. Um, I'm going to read some of the story here. Uh, my story takes place. Oh, hold on, hold on, let me go. Oh, just not, I mean, nothing at all. Just the same course and girls to just regular nasty, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, that was Trent Seven. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying what Tyler Bate did, but I'm looking for him right now. Seeing I'm not even finding it. I'm, oh, hold on. Oh, actually, all I'm seeing about Tyler Bate is that he was flirting with a woman in a relationship. Okay. So excuse us for Tyler Bate. We apologize there. Oh, but don't worry. We find something else. We'll circle back to Tyler Bate. And and I want to I want to say this by this is still ongoing. Yeah. As we speak right now, this is still a growing list of people. Like I said before, this, this isn't going away anytime soon. But we need to get the ones now that we have up out of here. And it's sickening that. I just said this earlier. Out of the 10 names I said out of the two big companies, only one person has been released so far. Yep. This this is another sad part about this. With Enzo, Amare was accused. They got him and out they, of here. And they got him out of here. Now, he was exonerated on everything. Yep. But they got him up out of here. So what's taking you so long with all these other guys? 
And he was a bigger name than them. Or bringing way less money to the brand. And that nigga couldn't even wrestle. So what's your problem now? That story came out on a Tuesday. I remember this. That story came out on a Tuesday. By Wednesday morning, he was released. And you know, these dudes are, most of these dudes are young. And if they happen to get exonerated in court, if there there's new evidence that comes out that says these guys or, you know, one of these guys who probably was accused of something minor, it didn't really go down like that, then I'll say it here. I'm not apologizing because here's my take on it. You shouldn't be in that position in the first place. You shouldn't be in that position in the first place. And how many times have we seen something happen where this person was either acquitted or exonerated on something, but that was the only time. Think about R. Kelly. Yep. Had him dead to rights. Got off. Still out here doing nasty shit. So that right there lets me know, I no. I would never put myself in a position where anybody could ever even say that I did some shit. You ain't never even seen us. We ain't never even been alone in a room together. We're I, I'm going to ask you a couple times before we get to the nitty-gritty if you're cool with this. You might get turned off because I asked you so many damn times. But I would rather I would rather catch an L for the night than you say that I did something against your will. Like I said, man. And as soon as, you, as, soon as I hear the word, no, I'm gone. <laughs> we out. You ain't got to tell me twice. Look, man, no make my dick soft. Listen, I can hit on a girl at the bar and... As soon as she'd be like, I'm not really interested. Oh, you got it, boo. I don't know what these dudes, I don't know why they're addicted to, to being told no. <laughs> like, why you like that? I don't like when I want to buy something. My girlfriend tell me no. Look, look. So here's the problem with some of these guys. And this isn't just wrestling. This is just in these general. These take rejection. And they're like, yeah, it's time. Like, you've seen the guy up in, what was he at, Harlem? The girl rejected him. He smacked her across the face with a goddamn skateboard. I hope they run through that nigga, too. You've seen the girl who rejected one dude and a group of guys threw threw her in a dumpster. Yeah. These are black women about it. We're going to have a whole other episode about how black women have been treated during these times as well. That's a whole other little two-hour episode that we can get in on. Yep. But... Dudes don't know how to handle rejection. Once again, it's one of those situations where, where I was talking about earlier with the wrestler who probably was like, do you know who I am? We can see regular guys on the street doing some shit like that. Yep. You know who I am? Your homegirl over there gave it up to me last week. How are you going to turn me down? How many times do we see that on the block? Like this, it's, like, I just don't understand. And a majority of the list that we read it off <coughs> were men. There's one woman. That read it off. There might be more women, but I think that'll be called out. I think this she is because it said partner. I think yeah. she's married to him. This is a problem. This is a man. Or they're together, and she just helped blackball another a person. This is a man. This is something we have to as keep your hands to yourself, y'all. <laughs> keep your hands to yourself. If a girl says no, there's plenty of other women. Uh, no reason. If you as desirable as you think you are, you know, move, I mean, move on. Look, look, man. <laughs> I ain't, I'm not. I am not on the top of a woman's desirable list. I'm nowhere near it. How many times I heard no, and I kept it pushing. Like, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here try to convince you. No, please love me. Yeah. Fuck, I look like. Please, please, please be infatuated by me. Oh, if I can't buy a pair of shoes, I move on and buy another pair. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there and beg 
hey, please, please let me buy this. Please. He said, no, all right, enjoy yourself. I apologize for, for you know, enjoy yourself. I offered to buy a young lady a drink. She yeah. said, no, I'm saving my $4 or however much the drink costs. Yeah. Guess and what I'm going to do with that? Enjoy the night. I'm going to buy myself another drink. I apologize <laughs> for bothering you. Yeah. You enjoy your night. If this is uncomfortable for you, I apologize. Let I me move on. I can't tell you how many times a female friend has had to use me as a boyfriend to get dudes to leave them alone. It's disgusting. Why do I have to physically intimidate you as a man for you to get the hint that she don't like you? Why I got to threaten you? Why I got to be like, yo, do, you need to go, do we need to go outside? Why do I have to do that? Why can't you just understand she don't like you? You want an ass whooping? You need somebody to put their hands on you for you to get to a clue? That's crazy. If it's if and, and on a smaller scale, how many times have you seen we seen it at the block? We've seen it at several different places. Dude hits on a girl, she says no, then he turns around. Well, you a bitch anyways. Yes. Or you a hoe anyways. No, That's part of the problem too. I was I was at the bar one night and my homegirl, who we're cool, is getting hit on by this dude and she's like, Hey, can you you know, and I'm like, Yeah, 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 of course, I got you. Do you know this clown? Still try to send her drinks throughout the night, and I had to look at him dead in his eye, be like, "Send another one." Until he finally left. Is it? I mean, all night, dog. We can go. <laughs> we can go into this conversation about when you're dancing, and the girl is dancing, and she probably just dancing by herself. She probably just feeling the music. She having a time of her life. She probably had a long work week, and then you come up, or well, not you, but some some dude just walks up, and he decides I'm grind with her. See, and some dudes think that because a girl's dancing in a bar or a club. You're entitled to dance with you're her. You're not. And then they get mad. Oh, you're just going to dance with your homegirls? Yes, nigga, because she wanted to have fun with her friends. She's safer with them. <laughs> she don't know you. I wouldn't want to dance with you either. And I'm sorry if I run up on a girl and ask her to dance. She said, no, dog, that's, that's cool. These dudes ain't even asking anymore. <laughs> they just jumping on it. Right. It's a problem, y'all. And y'all are wild with that because I'm sorry, you have no idea if she's with somebody there. What if her man was in the bathroom? <laughs> what if she was dancing and her man didn't want to dance? He was like, no, nah, girl, you get it off. I'm just going to sit here and drink. I'm going to sit here and watch something on the TV right now, quick. He got the Ruger on Enjoy tuck. yourself. He got the Ruger tucked and you out here dancing with his shorty. <laughs> it's going to be a bad night for you, sir. Yeah. Hey, it's about to be a bad night for you. Came in there unprepared and underprotected. I hope you wore your running shoes. Cause boy, he gon' he gonna let that chopper sink. <laughs> this is why y'all be getting beat up. This is I dudes see. are too entitled, man. They they feel like they're entitled to get some shit. And we every, talk about every one of y'all deserve that asshole. We talk about white privilege a lot, man. But we don't talk about these these male, rapey, male privilege. These rapey ass dudes. We gonna say what it is. These yeah. rapey ass dudes who Absolutely. out here. Believing they can do whatever and get away with it. And I'll be the first one to tell you, you were at one of mine. You do some wild shit to one of mine. I'm smiling in my mugshot. It's a wrap. You ain't got to worry about <laughs> allegations. Because, <laughs> boy, we on your ass. Matter of fact, if I even get the feeling that you you, you got a girl fearing for anything, I might not even know her. Well, but if me and my niggas see it. It's on site. Here's the beautiful thing about our group of friends. Because we aren't just, if anything, it's always at least three of us. Yeah. When there's a, a, a woman in the group with us, 
she's usually surrounded by the men in the group who they already know we don't give it up a certain way. So if we see some disrespect, we all as a collective check that individual. Oh, yeah. But a lot of women out here don't have that. A lot of women out here don't have that. A lot of them, some of them like to go out on their own and do things. And you're supposed to. You're supposed to feel safe when you go to these bars. You're supposed to feel safe when you go to these clubs. When you just want to go out and have a good time. That's literally what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to worry about if I leave my drink here, I need to take it with me to the bathroom, the nasty ass bathroom, because somebody's going to put something in it. Fellas, it's your job. If you see something to either do something yourself or if you don't feel comfortable doing that, send somebody over there that will. At least give the lady a heads up. I'm sorry, if I see a girl's drink get if I see a girl's drink get drugged, I'm throwing it away. And when she gets back, I'm be like, listen, somebody put something in your drink, I threw it away. I'll buy you another one. And I'm sure she'll be more upset with the fact that somebody tried to drug her than she will about me throwing away a drink. This is I I got a story. What's the name of a girl that works in chemistry? That's the wrestler. Uh, that is Carly. Now, what's her wrestling name? Because uh, I want to shout Sahara her. Seven. Now, I've been following her on Instagram and things for a while because she actually is a good wrestler. Carly's great. And I saw her last year at something in, when I was down there for something in the water. Mm-hmm. Went to chemistry with Melinda. And I saw her. Now, she was carrying drinks to the bar. And you know how chemistry is set up. So they have the hookah situation, the DJ situation over here with the bathrooms, mm-hmm. and then they have that that first part of the bar. Really. Yeah, she couldn't make it from the hookah section, which is about or uh, to the bar, which is about the length of about regular ass sofa, without about ten, twelve men trying to touch her, trying to grab her, yeah, trying to do this and that. Okay. I wish we could have her here. One, I we, I got to find a way of getting her on here so we could talk more just about wrestling and things. But she was so conditioned to fight these dudes off and keep it moving. I was like, yo, that's got to suck. And imagine her between that and then being a female wrestler. And here's she's told me some of the DMs that she she gets. Disgusting. So when I saw her and she got close enough to me. I had to be careful about how I approached her. Yeah. Because I didn't want her to think I was one of them dudes. Yes. And so when I approached her, I tapped her on the shoulder. She looked at me and it was it was one of those where it's like, what the fuck do you want? Because in that short time that she they just opened up, she had been grabbed and touched and harassed by at least a dozen men. To where when I tapped her, I backed up, I said, Hey, I just want to let you know I'm a fan. I've been following you for a minute. And the look of relief on her face yeah, was just, oh, thank God. And then she hugged me. She was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And then she had to go back to fighting the, the, the fuck dudes. Same group of dudes, by the way. None of them moved. Oh, no. Or gave up. And she had to go. And she has to work. She has to try to collect a paycheck for this. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, but shout out, uh, shout out to Carly. Is there anything else? Because I'm, um, I mean, we had topics for y'all this week, but I think yeah, yesterday we, we talked about it, and I we were just like, nah, nah. Here's <coughs> we got to get this, we got to air this shit out. Um, we yeah. were going to talk about thirty for thirties and everything. There was a couple little things. J Cole made a weird out record talking yeah, to somebody had... who I don't, I don't really understand what the point of the record um, was, but 
And before we go, I, I want to make sure I pronounce her um, name correctly because this is another sad. What was the name of the girl in Jacksonville? Um, I can't pronounce her name. It's like Satoyan or it was a young girl in Jacksonville who was at a Black Lives Matter rally. And um, she grabbed a megaphone and, and, and this is very depressing. And she talked about how, you know, she would like to just go somewhere without being a victim of sexual assault and things. Mm -hmm. And she was just assaulted right before she showed up to that rally. And I'm so sorry, y'all, that I don't have her name pulled up here right now. I, I apologize. I, I should have had it set up, but we had everything else set up for the wrestling talk. Um, and she was, it was basically her last message on Twitter where she was, it, she was crying for help. She just needed somebody to help her out and have her feel safe. And so she left that rally. Um, and I want to say, and if I get the story wrong, I apologize, y'all. Uh, I'm not doing this. I'm just going off of what I've seen on Twitter, but she Leaves that rally, she disappears for a few days, and they find her, and she was killed. She was raped and killed by a black man. This is a black girl. She was raped and killed by a black man, and he he sexually assaulted her, and she was. It was like she was asking for help, and shit. I mean, it was like nobody even heard her. Jesus. And uh, she was at the beginning of this week, and I, I, I wish I had saved her name uh, in here um, because that was a very sad story. And it just, you know, it's like when you see women on Twitter and on Instagram and things saying, you know, I hate men. It's one of those like this situation with the wrestling thing where we just talked about when we go out to, to have a good time this situation here is like, well, damn, how can I, how can I fight you on that? When we see like small examples, they probably had to fear for their lives when they leave the house. Some of them can't even, some of them have to fear in the house because some shit might pop off. Like as man, we got to do better, man. Yeah. We got to do better. But I guarantee you this, on this platform, we're going to call you out if you're on some nut shit. Yep. Every one of y'all. And I would like to say this to D. I hope he doesn't mind me doing this to him. Some shit jump off. I got to hold you accountable. I can't call you my brother and not let you do something. Even though I already know that you don't. Go that route. I was wondering where you were going with this. But I'm just saying, in general, like, if some shit pop off, hold me accountable. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted, I, I promise you I would do the same for you. But I, I feel like that, that needs to happen more. A lot of times these guys, you know, it's like, oh, man, you did, you did that, man? Why would you do that? You know, blah, blah, blah. But it's never, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, put your hands on them. <laughs> Touch them up. Put your hands on them. Touch them up. It's all good. I'm not an advocate for violence, but put your hands on them. I don't know. I I I'm I I'm a peaceful dude, but 
people need to get their ass whooped. Like I, we can go on about this for like hours, but that's that's all I have for today. That's all I have for this week. I'm emotionally and physically tired of it, but I'm so glad that the person who I, I think they're still anonymous. The person who spoke up earlier this week spoke up. I'm glad this is chain of events is happening. Get all these, get all these motherfuckers out of here. Yeah, and uh, keep speaking up. Don't let your voice go unheard. Say what you got to say. Do what you got to do. We're behind you 100. percent There will never be a victim that speaks up that we're not behind. Yeah, we're oh. we on this side over here. We ride for the victims. <laughs> I, I don't know how y'all giving it up, but on this side over here, that's what we do. Yeah. And to all you victim blamers, y'all kiss black as part of my ass. That's the most Christian way I can say it. Yeah, but that's that's all I got to. This is this has been a, a, a maybe a more bizarre <laughs> edition of prayers of our to all show, the victims. Yeah, prayers, prayers to everybody. All the victims. Yeah, but uh, I couldn't. We couldn't on good faith talk about other stuff. There's no way knowing all this and yeah. try to put this in a, in a timed segment. We we couldn't do it. Uh, so th- you got everything that we had for this one. And anytime something like this happens, we're we're giving it attention. Yeah, if you think we're just here for jokes, man, you got the wrong group of people. But that's it. That's all I have for this week. Please tune in next week. Um, I can't promise you that it will get lighter. I don't know how this will go. But if it keeps developing and it keeps getting worse, guess what the fuck we talking about next week? So be prepared. All right, man. Peace to all involved. Yeah. We got love for you, man. Prayers out, everybody. Everybody, try to have a good week, man. <laughs> Let's try to have a good week. But uh, you, I was, we will see you guys next week. Um, but once again, this was the episode of This Ain't a Podcast with Spread. D. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.